Over the last few years, I have traveled to multiple countries all around the world and have been fortunate enough to sit at the table and even interview some of the top global entrepreneurs. And some of the most common things that I've noticed when it comes to their success isn't necessarily the strategies or the tactics that they're using. And the topics that we talk about don't tend to revolve around that. It usually and almost always comes down to mindset. And in this episode here today, my amazing team at Impact School, after this podcast got hacked and we lost more than 100 episodes, they managed to go through the archives and recover some old raw footage of content where I had interviewed Ed Milet, I had interviewed Heidi Summers, the founder of Buff Bunny, Grant Cardone, and Dean Graziosi, and various others. And that's what I wanna bring for you here today. What are the common mindset traits of these incredible people. So this episode is gonna be a little bit different to usual and I am truly so grateful for every single person that has shared this show since the last episode, whereby it was like an hour and 45 minutes where Tom interviewed me just about my story so far of the 25 years on this planet that I have had, having built a multiple seven-figure business and becoming a millionaire myself. And I don't really like to say these things to brag, but frankly, I just wanna show what's possible in a decently short period of time. And as of the time of I'm recording this, it actually just marked my six year anniversary of leaving the corporate world. And to be honest, there have been many moments since then that I thought, oh my gosh, am I actually capable of doing this? You know, I was never one of those people that had a lemonade stand and I wouldn't really have called myself an entrepreneur since the day I was born. Unlike a lot of people like you hear Gary Vee saying, hey, yeah, I've been hustling since the day that I was out the womb pretty much. And that wasn't me. And so these mindset traits, I think through your environment. And your environment doesn't necessarily mean that the people that you're physically with, but it's the stuff that you're listening to. So kudos to you for listening to this because it's the environment that you place yourself in, that you immerse yourself in, that ultimately dictates who you become. And so for me, I truly believe that the reason why I've been able to achieve this is through total immersion. For me, it wasn't even really optional. It just happened by the fact of the matter that I saw that I was so focused on growth and most people out there, they just aren't. And ultimately, if you're spending a lot of time around people who are happy with where they're at, they're constantly complaining, and they're not really focusing on getting to the next level, finding who they really are, what they're meant to be doing, and serving the world at a higher purpose, and being really unapologetic about making a lot of money while doing so, then you're going to feel some type of guilt, you're going to be held back. And so through this podcast, Impact School, I am just truly committed to being able to empower you to get there. And I'll share some tactics and strategies throughout the way, of course, because my mission is I want great entrepreneurs, great practitioners to be able to stay in their zone of genius and do the things that they are good at. Because imagine if there are people out there who are bloody brilliant at helping people get the job of their dreams. Okay, well, that person who's really a really great career advisor, a career mentor, career coach, well, if they spend more time doing that, then there's going to be more people in the world who are getting the jobs of their dreams simultaneously if there are people who are nutritionists who are really bloody good at being a nutritionist they shouldn't spend their time tweaking websites building logos trying to figure out marketing and sales they should be giving nutrition advice to other people and so it's just my aim that I'm going to empower you to be able to do just that so that's what I want to do here on this podcast so with that said this episode started out through me asking Grant Cardone a question that I don't think he's ever been asked before But with that said, all I ask before we get into this fully, 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 fully. And by the way, at the end, I'm going to share my six biggest lessons since leaving the corporate world six years ago now. 
but I just ask, please, if you like this, just share it with someone. It would mean the world to me having lost this podcast, 100 plus episodes. It has been really taxing on me and it and it did, I must admit, it did a, it hit me harder than I, I would like to admit, okay? And I'm going to be vulnerable here. I was pretty afraid of making content again, not because of the fact that I'm afraid of putting my message out there, but it just felt like I lost so much. I mean, that's like, that was hundreds of hours worth of content and hundreds more hours worth of time and expenses and team that had gone behind that. So yeah, it wasn't only that, we also lost our website as well, but all of our emails and yeah, whatever. Anyways, so with that in mind, I'm just so grateful. If you just, if you like this, share it with someone. I, I promise you, this is going to be helpful for you if you actually internalize what's being said and if you implement it. So let's ask Grant Cardone something that's controversial. My name is Lauren Tickner. This is Impact Schools Podcast. So Grant, let's get it. It's a great question you asked me. And I love what you do, by the way. I, f- I follow your stuff and, and I like what you're doing to help Thank people. You. The deals that I do, I would probably do these big deals if there was no money involved. Okay. Because they're, they're, so, they're so like... They're, so, they're complicated. They're, 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 there's, there's people, there's very sophisticated people involved so these are uh we, we contracted 400 million 426 million dollars for the deal in the last seven or eight days so <laughs> that's insane it's crazy right and, and i'm and i'm running my other businesses and doing this whole scene but but the, these deals these real estate deals they're they're complex they're they're complicated they're um a lot of very very smart people involved mm. and it's fascinating to me because it's not just like the e-commerce space and, and, and the influencer space and the, the, the which all that's cool and everything. But th- these are these are big banks. Um, these are you know people with massive egos, mm. right? And 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 so and they try to push you around. Uh, there's a lot of competition. Everybody in the game has money, so you don't have that advantage of like oh, I have all the money. The guy next to you, he's got more money than me in the deal. And so I have to figure out how to maneuver with very, very intelligent, sophisticated negotiators. So it's very fascinating for me. Okay, so if you were to pick all your personal brand stuff that you're doing, you know, social media and everything, all the deals, you'd pick the deals. Oh, well, I mean, I would pick helping people over everything. everything. So, so. Uh, only because my heart kind of pulls me to help people because I wanted help when I was a kid. And um, I didn't have anybody to help me and it was frustrating. And I just, I I have this personal promise that I made years ago that if I ever made it, I would would stay revealed Mm -hmm. and I would help people. I would show them what I'm doing. So, um, and that thing pulls at me. It probably costs me, you know, a lot of time and energy because... But, but it pulls me, it's just, it's kind of like a mission. Steve Harvey told me once, he's like, you know, Steve Harvey, he's got this beautiful saying about he, his career is what pays his bills, but his mission is what pays his heart or something like that. He says oh, wow. it much better than I do. I love that, that's, yeah. that's amazing. And that's a commonality that I've heard from a lot of the top performers who I've interviewed over the years. And it's not just guys like Grant who say this, the more feminine, bubbly, girly types say the same thing too. And that's my next guest, Heidi Summers. You can find her at Buff Bunny on social media. She's the owner and founder of a multi-million dollar e-commerce business in the fitness space, as well as having millions of followers across social media. 
And here's Heidi's philosophy behind what it takes to become successful doing something that you love. Like I still woke up every morning and I was like so excited. Like I was like, I can't wait to work today. Like I love what I do where I know a lot of people don't have that. Like it's very rare. And I, I know because I have a lot of friends and people that I've met just in life. And a lot of them hated what they did. Like, yeah, I make a lot of money, but I hate what I do. And I never wanted to have that type of life. I never wanted to wake up every day and be like, oh, I have to go to work or like, this sucks. So when I made that plunge, I remember telling one of my family members and that family member was like, you're not, you're never going to make as much money as a doctor. Basically you're being an idiot. And I was like, for me, it's not about the money. It's just like doing what you love every day. Yeah, everyone wants to make money. They want to be successful. But at the same time, it's at what cost? So in my head, I was like, even though I'm not going to make as much money as a doctor, even though it's not a normal career, and it's kind of like this like unknown, especially back then, now it's more common. People kind of, they're like, oh, okay, I, I see. But back then it wasn't. It was just kind of like this literally dark unknown. Um, but I'm glad I made that plunge. And I love what I do. And truly, nothing feels better because when you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life. And this can feel so unachievable sometimes. It can feel like something that's so far off. When you are in that job that you hate, you're going to work every day doing the same mundane, meticulous, monotonous tasks with no hope for the future and no way out. And I have been there when I was working in asset management. I thought... This is going to be me forever. And only when I walked into the office one day and saw a group of people complaining did I realize that through staying in this job and being at the very most entry level position right now, only through staying here and working every day, am I working to be just like them? And I couldn't think of a future worse than that. I did not want to be just like those people who were just complaining all day, every single day and that's when I knew I had to do something about it and go all in on creating my own future but I'm grateful that by that time I had already started posting to social media despite the fact that just like Heidi other people around me were judging me they were mocking me they were asking me learn why on earth are you posting what are you doing and back then too it was not the normal thing you're in a time right now where it is a brilliant time to start because People accept it if you have your own social media platforms, talking about what you do, what you're passionate about, what you want to help people with. That's a normal thing. And if you're unsure about the content that you want to post about, I want to introduce you to a man who has been a key mentor to me for so, so much time. And when I interviewed him back a few years ago now, Wow, this was probably the most terrified that I have ever been and will ever be for an interview <laughs> because his name is Ed Milet, at Ed Milet on social media. A truly successful entrepreneur who has been in the game for decades. And when I spoke to him, I had brought up the topic of the most Im important mindset and the most important things to learn. And this is really something that for anyone out there who's looking to build your brand or to just create a business, it's really going to help you. So let's hear from Ed. I always picture there's a young man or woman watching my show or listening to me speak or following my social media who's me. Inside, they want to be somebody. They want to be happier. They want to be more successful. They want to contribute to the world. 
and they just don't feel great about themselves. They don't have the tools to do it. They're, they want it, but they don't believe it yet, you know? And, and so I'm always trying to reach that person, which by the way, I think is most people. And so where I get my confidence from is my intention. In other words, I'm not perfect. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I didn't have the perfect family, but you know what? I intend to do well. I, my intentions are positive. I can see it on your face. Like one of the things, if, if you meet someone who has a sibling with a disability, these are almost always more kind people because they had to learn patience. They had to learn kindness. They had to learn humility, right? And usually these are people who place much more value on someone's heart than their pocketbook too. And so I love people. I think human beings are good. I think we're at a time in the world where everyone's telling us that everyone else is our enemy. You can't win because of them. They're bad. You know, if you're this color skin or this gender or this sexual preference, like the world will tell you everyone else is your enemy. And it's not true. Everyone else here is not your enemy. They're your brother and sister. We need to start treating each other more like that. So hopefully my show does that. And I try to, even today when you and I are talking, I hope that I do that with you. And I hope that I do that with you too, listening to this right now. And if you haven't already hit subscribe on whatever podcast provider that you're listening to this on, please do make sure to do so right now because this is, remember, just a snippet of some of the guests that we have to come. And this is just a taste of some of the previous episodes before Impact School's podcast got hacked. And what Ed said about having a disabled sibling or someone in the family, I mean, growing up with a disabled brother This is ultimately what drives me to get this message out there and to help empower other people to impact other people and to create the life of freedom and fulfillment that they so desire. Because having grown up with someone who literally had their freedom taken away from them at birth, I have seen exactly, exactly why it is so important to take your life into your own hands and to make the most of what you have. And I wanted to ask Ed, Ed, what were you like as a kid? Very goofy um, (laughs) is the answer. You see, so many people think that they need to be special. They think that they need to be different. But really what it's about is being brave enough to put yourself out there and take action and not worry about what other people are going to think about you. It's about having that relentless drive and that ability to shut off the outside and go and get it done anyways. But while doing so, making sure that you enjoy the moment. So Ed, if I was to ask you one thing to share with the listeners of Impact Schools podcast, everyone who is subscribed, everyone who goes over to impactschoolpodcast.com, reads the show notes, the people who are the most committed. What would you say to those people? A lesson to all these entrepreneurs who are out there just trying to make it happen. I missed a lot. And I cheated myself out of always trying to get to the next level and not enjoying where I was. And so I really believe that you have to live blissfully dissatisfied. And what that means is, You can learn to be blissful and happy and still not satisfied. People confuse the two states. They think, well, if I'm really happy right now, I'll lose my drive. Mm. And they meet people all the time, even listening to this, young people listening to this thing. I'll be happy when I graduate. I'll be happy when I get a job. Mm. I'll be happy when I meet my dream man or my dream woman. I'll be happy when I'm making a certain amount of money. They delay their happiness to a different destination in the future right? The problem is you're going to bring you with you there. 
Okay. And so, and what happens in life is you never get to that place because when you get to that place, then you'll be happy at the next place. And so the key is to learn to be blissful now and still have dissatisfaction. They're not connected. There's actually a correlation between enjoying your life and wanting increase and betterment in it. There's this crazy thing we do to ourselves is I'm going to cheat myself and rob myself of all of my happiness now until I get to this next place. And you never get there. And you got to bring you with you anyway. And so the regrets of my young life isn't the hard work. I loved the hard work. Isn't the achievement and the growth and the grind and outworking everybody because all that has to happen. What I regret is I didn't enjoy it more. I regret I didn't stop and go, wow, this is amazing. This is so awesome because I could have had all of the same success and enjoyed it a little bit more. One of the things that I write in my journal every single day is that time will pass either way, whether you make the most of it or not. And it takes just as much energy to show up with negativity as it does with positivity. And that brings me on talking about a topic that a lot of people don't like to talk about, and that's money. How to make money. The most effective ways to make money, investing your money, what to spend money on and what not to. These are some of the things that we will be talking about on a future episode. So again, make sure that you've hit the subscribe, whether you're listening to this on Apple's podcast or Spotify, wherever. Because Grant Cardone mentioned something really interesting when I mentioned a bit of banter about him having a Hermes belt. And he was talking about the way in which he actually makes it acceptable in his own mind to splash out, despite the fact that previously he spoke about how he is so so frugal and his philosophy was interesting because I don't know about you but I'm also one of those people who I'll always be looking for the best deal even now even now when I do not need to when I know in my head that spending the time looking for the best deal is a worse use of my time than if I just bought the most expensive thing anyways because of the fact that I would have been able to have made more money in the time that I spent trying to figure out the best pricing but hey this kind of changed my perspective on that a little bit when you have that coming in, and I'm willing to work hard every day like you are, but I have this machine come going over here, 6,000 apartments, 7,000 apartments, 8,000, 10,000, paying me every month, a couple hundred bucks. Then I'm like, ooh, let's go on the trip. Yeah. Okay, who cares what jet fuel costs? Because I got a machine going over here, and that should be the game for everybody. Do great at this. The earned income that, that the queen taxes so heavily. And then go over there and find this passive income that will pay you regardless of how talented you are, how smart you are, how well the video does, or how well the pop product release does. Get that passive income to be more than the, the earned income. That's amazing. So you keep them separate? Oh, they, they, they're definitely separate. All, then, all, all of them are separate. And then so all the money you actually spend? like the, my, my, my money and my wife's money is separate. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because it, it should be separate. Yeah, I mean, I can say I agree. So yeah, yeah. I mean, because because if it's not separate, then everybody gets confused about uh, who, who's doing what with money. Right, yeah. I get it. It makes sense. And so then the money which you earn from your passive income, your properties, that's what then you use to spend on things like this. This this is what this is what pays for the dumb stuff. Get it? It makes perfect sense. Amazing. Yeah. Like, but 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 still today, I don't have an Hermes belt. I have a nice watch. I love, I love my watches, but um, 
you know, the, the money thing, the money thing is so important because it, without it, you're not going to have true freedom. You cannot, you can't do what you want if you don't have money. Right. And surpluses of it. Guess, just to wrap this whole entire thing up, someone my age, you're looking at me right now, I've obviously achieved... A, How old are you? I'm 22. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I've achieved, like, compared to pe other people my age, people say to me, oh my God, you're only 22. What would you tell someone like me who has already had a bit of a taste of it? Yeah. Who really wants more. Who wants don't don't listen to those people that, that are like, oh, you've done so much. You know, For like sure. pour it on. You're ambitious. Be ambitious. You know, be, be like, be super ambitious. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you have a tremendous advantage if you just stay. Don't be satisfied. Um, like, keep reaching. And anybody that tells you, be happy with where you are. You should be disgusted, like 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 wanting to throw up all the time about your your where you are right now and, and dissatisfied with it to the point to where you're like, man, I am not happy. Because once you hit that vein, once you hit the 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 the, the, the true potential of you, and you're rolling, not it's not going to be a handful of people talking about you. You know, it's going to be. Millions of people talking about you, and and in that, in those millions, hundreds of millions of people could be talking about you. Uh, you could inspire a lot of people. Forget what you're going to do for your own life and your own freedom. You're going to give people hope. People need examples, and and you would be an excellent one. And I'm so grateful for those words, Grant. I I appreciate that so much. And you have definitely been someone who has inspired me to always think bigger and always identify what I can really achieve. And that's now what I hope to do with this podcast and everything else on all my other socials at Lauren Tickner, everywhere. And uh, it brings me on to Tim's story. Tim's story got me thinking in a way that's different than before. Having grown up in a pretty skeptical type of place over in the UK, the mindset is pretty non-religious. It's more so agnostic. And when I interviewed him in the past, I'll admit that as he was talking about God and going beyond, I found it a little bit hard to comprehend. It really got me thinking for even a couple of months after I interviewed him. And it got me into spirituality and reading about manifestation and the law of attraction, things which I was so skeptical of in the past. And now I see so clearly how this mindset caused me so much suffering in the past. The mindset where I always thought, oh, well, there needs to be some logic behind it. So it's crazy to me to see the growth that has happened in my own mind since I did this interview with Tim around three and a half years ago. But the content, it actually hits me harder than it did back then when I listen to it now because of all of the spiritual, emotional, and just mental growth that I have had as a human and a leader since then. So Tim's story is about to share with you how you can create the most out of your life and achieve all the success that you want. It's amazing. I was practicing the law of attraction even when I was a little kid because we lived in a very cramped environment. We had seven people in a little apartment. We were raised in a tough area. And I was already visualizing myself out. I was visualizing myself live the way I live. I promise you, the way I live, I visualized it when I was little. I never had heard of the law of attraction. But it was my spirit 
knowing that there was more to life than what I'm living. Wow. So, so I think that every single human in their spirit, they know that they're supposed to go beyond. See, when you talk to really brilliant people like a Pharrell Williams or Richard Branson, uh, Elon Musk, these are guys that know that they are supposed to go beyond. For you in your life, you know you're supposed to go beyond. So you're simply cooperating with what your spirit has been telling you since you were little. How do you know if you're someone who is supposed to go beyond? Everybody is built to go beyond. I believe that we're made in the image of God, and I think that God is beyond. He thinks beyond. He dreams beyond. He does beyond. He forgives beyond. He restores beyond. Everything about God is beyond. This world is amazing. I mean, like I said, I've been to 75 countries of the world. Some of them I've been to as high as 65 times. So when I go to Sweden and I see how beautiful Sweden is, or I go to Australia and I see how beautiful it is, when I go to your country, see how beautiful it is, the world is beyond. Oh, mm. my gosh. The world is beyond. Yeah. So you are built to go beyond because, to quote Kendrick uh, Lamar, you got royalty in your DNA. So I'm just, I'm just cooperating with my royalty. I love that. You're built to go beyond, but not everybody chooses to go beyond. But what is your definition of beyond? Okay, so beyond is outside the boundaries or outside the barriers. Mm -hmm. And so for every family, it's different. So to, to, for beyond in, in one person's family is for them to maybe graduate college. That would be considered beyond. Or to go from a lower middle income to middle income, that would be considered beyond. So I don't see beyond as Elon Musk always, or Mark Zuckerberg. Your beyond and their beyond could be two different things, okay? Mm -hmm. So if I'm coaching somebody, that's what I do for a living, is I want to stretch them to what they think their max is. Mm -hmm. See? So your, your, your max is obviously different than other people your age. I mean, I think you're going to write books, you're going to lecture, you're going to speak, you're going to do podcasts, you'll probably do TV shows, you'll probably create entertainment. That's just what I sense from you. That's who you are. I mean, that's your beyond. Mm. But you have to just really get in tune with yourself and just take it step by step and your beyond will unfold. Wow. How amazing was that? So I want to ask you, what are you doing right now to go beyond? What is your next step? What's coming to your thought right now? And I want you to share that with me inside of Instagram DM. I'm just at Lauren Tickner, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-C-K-N-E-R. And if you want to go beyond and actually share it to your stories and tag me, you'll actually see a cool feature that then pops into your inbox on Instagram, whereby you'll get a free gift sent over to you. And that's going one step beyond. I'm going beyond to give you that free gift. You're going beyond to share this on your stories. Because after being hacked, we need all the help that we can get. And I would appreciate you so much in exchange for this content that's coming. Wow. But you can see the level of 
diversity when it comes to the topics that we'll be talking about here on Impact School. We're going to be talking about business, success mindset. We're also going to be talking about spirituality and manifestation because I want to turn you not just into a successful business person, but a well-rounded entrepreneur. And that does start with it. What are you hiding from? What is it preventing you from seeing clearly because your mind is just constantly on how do I get away? How do I get away? How do I get away? Whereas if you were to actually address that thing and deal with it, how much more mental capacity would you have to go towards success, to go beyond, to visualize the life that you really want? Because when you have all this baggage in your mind, it is impossible to see clearly. It's impossible to be a good leader. It's impossible to be a good business owner, entrepreneur, because there's only so long that you can act out of scarcity and running away before it cripples you. And before the people who have spent the time doing the inner work, they're going to get ahead of you because they have the ability to come from a place of positivity rather than negativity and positivity breeds positivity and that attracts more clients that attracts more success that attracts more impact and more impact means there's a ripple effect on more people and that's what I want to help you achieve here on impact schools podcast So this has just been a snippet of what is to come. So much has changed since I first ever did these episodes and listening to them back honestly was quite funny for me to see how nervous and shy I was interviewing all these people. It's honestly quite cute. (laughs) And so that's what it's about, getting started. Because then as soon as you start, you'll be able to look back and think, wow, even if you just go over to Lauren Tickner on YouTube and then go and look at my very oldest YouTube video, you'll be shocked. It's vertical format before vertical video was even a thing. Kind of funny. And so as promised, I wanted to share the six biggest lessons that I have had since leaving my corporate job six years ago now. And for reference, I worked at a top corporate asset management firm in London when I was age 18. So I didn't go straight to school. I wasn't gifted this job from my dad, which is what many people wonder. No, my dad, he was an estate agent. So he was not in finance. And that's one of the reasons I actually went into finance because he always wished that he had gone into finance. And so I got this job through doing, basically in the UK, they had this scheme called Investment 2020 to get young people, so school leavers and university graduates into the investment management world. And during all of the assessment days and all of the interviews, there were people there who had master's degrees in investment. And then they actually picked me for this role whereby I was working directly with fund managers across the entire company. And I realized in hindsight, the reason why they picked me is most likely because they wanted someone who was young, who they could mold to be just as they wanted. But I digress. So straight after I left that job, I had like a six month period where I actually went all in on my fitness coaching business. I was also competing in bikini bodybuilding at the time, which some people might not even know, but I got some photos on my Instagram way back. If you scroll, you'll find them and a lot of YouTube videos about being on prep for that. But in that time period, I realized that when I went to university, It was crazy because the people that I was studying from, they had never even had their own business, despite the fact that I was on the UK's number one business degree. But to my point, I want to really share the lessons that I've had since I began fending for myself, not including my time at university, because that's a whole different topic. But the first lesson is really to stay focused 
I lost out on a lot of growth, momentum, and money from starting so many projects that seemed like a good idea at the time. I have a video on YouTube actually, which shows how I lost more than 10K through trying to start a leggings company. And then I started an agency, I did blogging, I did YouTubing, trading, e-com. I just bit off more than I could chew, which caused huge fluctuations in my monthly income. It caused, eventually it caused employees to leave because I was just constantly crisscrossing and doing all different types of things. And this even burnt relationships because there were areas where I couldn't fulfill, which was really, really tough on my ego because I take extreme pride in my work. And then because I couldn't fulfill and I bit off more than I can chew, people thought, oh, well, Lauren clearly isn't good at what she does or her team is disorganized when really we just were doing far too much. So now I have had to learn how to set boundaries. And so if you'd like an episode on how I have actually learned how to set boundaries and say no in a way that feels good, then please let me know. By the way, a lot of people think that I don't see DMs. I see all my DMs on Instagram and I'm even more accessible, arguably, on Facebook. <laughs> so um, you could, you know where you can find me and if you, if you need to get in touch with me and you want to get in touch with me, I will reply to you. I will send you a voice note so that you know that it's me, not someone from my team. Some of my strategies have changed recently that I use to generate revenue and sales for my business and uh, that's another big shift which I will be talking about in the near future. But staying focused has really been something that oh my gosh I wish I wish I had taken this seriously because when I was able to grow my fitness company strength feed to thousands of clients I realized my lesson too which was constantly and weekly at a minimum ask yourself what problem am I solving then stick to that remember you can do everything that you want just not all at once now the thing is my amazing team at impact school they've learned how to do this using our vile framework so the VAL framework stands for vital, important, luxury, and it's ex- the, the E is expedient, but I say just eliminate or expel or eradicate, right? Whatever word you like the best. And basically, it's a way for us to prioritize. And if you have a team, then training your team and empowering them to actually be able to prioritize on your behalf is, to me, the most important thing, because then you can actually just trust that things are getting done without you constantly chasing. And so now... When I have crazy ideas, I have a place where I list them all down. Then my COO, who you've met on this podcast, Noor, her and Mari, who's our operations manager, they will take those crazy ideas and categorize them on the order of V-I-L-E, vital, important, luxury, or just eliminate. And then they're calendared so that they do get done, just not right now. And if it's like an eliminate thing, it usually means eliminate for now, or it's something that I'm seen as broken that needs to be eliminated immediately. So it's both eliminate and vital. Because remember, you can achieve a lot more than you think in a short period of time when you stick to the core problem that you're solving, okay? Now, there's a great saying, it's like something along the lines of you can achieve so much more in 10 years than you think and you can achieve... Oh my god, I so butchered that. Wow, I, I, I butchered that like badly. Let me just find this right now. I think it's like Bill Gates, Bill Gates 10 years quote... I love Google. You can just find out anything that you want. Okay, it says, most people overestimate what they can achieve in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in 10 years. So I love that. And I think it's so bloody true because for me, it's been six years since I left my corporate job. (laughs) I think my vision back then was that I'd be like a YouTuber with 100K subscribers or something. That was like my vision back then. It's crazy. I thought I'd be making passive income through selling like some eBooks or something, probably making a maximum of like a hundred grand a year. (laughs) It's wild what you can achieve. And a hundred grand a year, by the way, is great, but it's really minute compared to what can actually be done. Anyways, so lesson three, 
was, see, everything is an opportunity to learn. So I remember when I hired a girl to start doing sales for me and every time she had a sales call and she didn't close, she'd be really frustrated. So I asked her, how often are you listening to each sales call recording? And she was just like, oh, what do you mean? And I was like, well, how, how, how often are you listening? She was like, well, never. And so I said, so how are you going to identify where you're going wrong? And it was like a light bulb went off for her at that moment because having a solution make a mind versus a problem find a mind is something that I instill in every employee and all my clients, truly. I mean, to be honest, if I were you and you have anyone that remotely even works for you, even if it's an agency that you hire, I would even send this podcast episode to them because they will learn a lot. But having that solution make a mindset is so powerful. So at Impact School, we have the four-step problem process. That's what we call it. This is our framework. So that anytime there's a problem, people know exactly what they need to do. So number one, they find the problem. Okay, that's step one. Number two, they propose a solution. Number three is they propose a second solution. And number four is they take it to whoever their direct manager is and they ask for support or they bring it on our daily huddle whereby whoever is relevant can come in and support. However, if they bring a problem and they become a problem finder, then I reply to them or my team replies to them, whoever it is, and we say, hey, please remember to be a solution maker and not a problem finder. And so everyone now holds each other to that standard because it also makes everyone's lives a lot easier and it encourages people to think for themselves. So let's take the sales call example again. When you're on that call, it is literally a one-to-one conversation, a direct line of communication with an ideal client whereby you get to ask them exactly what their problems are, where they need help, what competitors they're looking at, where they're stuck, what they've already tried, what would prevent them from signing up right now. You should take that crap and write it down exactly the way you said it, because then you have copy and content for days. So part of my French, I just get a little bit passionate about this because time is going to pass either way, so you might as well make the most of it. And lesson four is that unfortunately, people are going to screw you. So By now, if you listen to the last episode, which is my story in depth, or like the second last episode here, you'll know that, you know, my podcast got hacked, lost 100 plus episodes. To be honest, I don't actually think I've done a full in-depth on that. So I think I'll get Noor to do an in-depth with me on that. But I learned from that to only work with someone if you've had at least three referrals or get to speak to three of their clients. I'm still learning this the hard way to this day. I'm going through something right now and... You know, this is one of the reasons why we do what we do at Impact School, because we believe that when we empower great entrepreneurs and practitioners to stay in their zone of genius, everybody wins. That is why I'm so hot on supporting you to build systems and frameworks and a stellar team so that you can get back to the thing that you're best at and attract a high vibe energy around you. Again, you know where I am. If you want my support, if you want to become a client of Impact Schools, I'm not trying to push anything on you here, right? But you know where I am. So to this point, I now have a very strong network of contacts who I trust and also a strong network of lawyers, advisors, bankers, and so on and so forth. So that if anything happens, I can get support in minutes. I was just clicking my finger there, by the way. So this is really important when you're fending for yourself. And obviously when I open up, I open up this network to my impact school clients. But lesson five, I mean, look, being able to work wherever you want in the world in your birthday suit, if you choose, is freedom to me. And freedom is one of my core values, so I guess that's winning. <laughs> and then lesson six is that life will change when you find your ikigai. So ikigai is a Japanese concept, and it's the intersection between what you love to do, what the world needs, what you're good at, and what will pay you well. And you will attract so much abundance to yourself that people will want to profit off you. I promise you. As per lesson four above, right, where I talked about people screwing you, 
So you need to protect yourself when you find your ikigai because you're going to be glowing, you're going to be flowing. And people with the wrong intentions, they spot that from a mile off. So you have to be careful. And this is where setting healthy boundaries is powerful. So as a reminder, this is Lauren Tickner here. This is the Impact School podcast. And I am so grateful to be able to help you when it comes to all things entrepreneurship, increasing your mindset to the level where you can truly scale and impact more lives. And with that said, right now at the time of recording this, you're most likely someone who is bloody good at what you do, but perhaps you're spending too much time working in your business or you don't right now have the right people around you or the right strategies to take your business or your idea to the next level. So with that said, Impact School has worked with thousands of clients all around the world in all different types of industries and niches to go along our roadmap of validating your idea, your concept, your subscription, your membership, your coaching program, your high ticket offer, and actually turning that into a systematized machine so that you can reach the right people and continuously and systematically close and acquire new clients. And then from there, what we do is we take you along our lead and scale roadmap so that you can step into the leadership role and start building a team around you. So Marianne, I'll have her episode going up here soon, but she came in as a client of ours. She was making around 4,000 euros a month. So that's somewhere somewhere around $5,000. And then within just three weeks, she was able to generate $68,000 without even doing a launch or without building any program. And that was just during our validate phase. She's now in our lead and scale phase and she's tripled her prices and she's hired an operations manager thanks to our standard operating procedures and our templates that empower you to hire people. So what we do is is we work with you very, very one-on-one in our validate phase to get your concept validated and to ensure that you're consistently getting new clients. And then when you get into the next phase of our roadmap, or you can join this part of the roadmap straight away, what we do is we work with you and you'll get a master coach from Impact School. These are people that I hired to support me with my business. And then they were so good at helping me fix whatever area it was. I then ended up hiring them as a coach for my clients, right? So they're bloody good. And so with that said, I trust them with my own business and consulting on my own business and coaching me. And so now they actually coach my clients who are at the higher level. And so Marianne right now, she's working with AC to build out her leadership team so that she can work on the business rather than in the business because she actually has enough leads. Converting more leads isn't the problem for her. She now needs systems to be able to funnel all those leads into her programs and get the right level of service so that her refund rates are minimal, so that she makes sure that things are smooth, so that she makes sure that her clients are happy and that she can stay in her zone of genius and doing the part that she loves. And she happens to be someone that really likes making content and learning and building programs for her clients and just making more content. And so with that in mind, we are working with her and AC is taking her through sprints. So we work one-on-one with her and then her team are the one who are going through our content to actually start executing on the various different other systems. So we work with clients on a multifaceted approach, 360, because what what would it be if we were just working with you, you know? We need to work with your team too so that you can let frameworks run the business and let people run those frameworks. And then, for example, one of our clients right now is hiring a sales team. And so he doesn't want to have to pay a six-figure salary to hire a sales manager. So instead, we actually do multiple group coaching calls a week, which are all things sales. And so his staff are able to go to those meetings rather than him having to train his staff all the time so he can focus on the parts that he's good at because he's he doesn't know how to hire a sales 
sales team, right? He's never done that before. Or if he's tried, well, he, he did try before and he didn't do it right. So let us do it because we know how to do it and we've got it dialed in. So with that said, if you're interested in that, you can just send me a message on social media saying that you came from this podcast and this episode in particular and just say, hey, Lauren, I'd love more info because right now we are looking for a few people to work closely with before we start charging full, full price for these programs as a special um, as a special Q2 offering that we're doing, right? So if you're listening to this in the future, then sorry, the time has most likely passed. So I would get in there now. Again, I don't really believe in doing urgency-based approaches because I believe that Impact School is so good that we don't need to do that. But right now, this actually is a, a time when you can get in for a lower price than what we'll be increasing our prices for. So just type in Lauren Tickner on social media. You can send me a message directly that will then get tracked through to someone from my team or just type in Impact School into Facebook, join the Facebook group, and then from there you'll be able to learn more info get some watch some cool recordings from some of our team and uh yeah get a taste for it so thank you so much guys this was lauren tickner next episode is going to be all things systems thinking and i really hope this empowered you to understand the mindset of great entrepreneurs like grant cardone tim story heidi summers and the like and myself included i really really know that when you listen to this podcast i'm going to be able to empower you and get you to that next level believe me there are big things coming and i'm so grateful for you sticking with me despite the podcast hacking and everything that i've been through so please share this with someone i love you thank you so much goodbye